Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Board Games FM. I'm Jeremiah Isley, and today is Thursday, January 18 of 2018. We're going to do a little something different today. Today is what we're going to call a replay Thursday. I went back into the station archives, and I found a few segments from a day about... 10 days or so ago that we did not publish as a podcast over on iTunes. And so instead of uh, letting those slip into obscurity, we're going to replay them today and let you hear that conversation that we had. Today we're talking about Imperial Assault and Star Wars Defenders of the Realm. So uh, get your Star Wars gear out and get ready for some cool segments on that stuff. Also, I just wanted to remind you, if you haven't already, check out the podcast That's How I Roll. Head over to theologyofgames.com slash roll. I'm currently running a contest on that podcast, and you could win a free copy of Spoils of War from Arcane Wonders, but you got to listen to the latest episode of That's How I Roll to figure out how to enter. So do that before January 30th of 2018, and you can have your chance to win this fun, fun game from Arcane Wonders. All right, that's enough for right now. Enjoy these replays, and we'll be back with more Board Games FM as the weekend approaches. Good morning, everybody. This is AJ Skifstad with Board Games FM. And um, I've not I'm not chatted at you lately because I've actually been playing quite a few board games, as well as um, getting ready for uh, my new child to arrive, which I mentioned um, quite a few broadcasts back, probably back in November. But um, Rachel is due any day now, and so um, we're just kind of laying low, playing some board games and waiting. So it's actually been kind of nice. Uh, last Thursday. We had an opportunity to have some friends over, and we played some um, classics to us. We played Castles of Burgundy, which is a great Steffenfeld game. And we also played uh, Queen Domino, which is um, new by Blue Orange Games. King Domino with Spiel des Jahres, and uh, Queen Domino came after it. And it's called an expansion, but it does quite a few other things as well um, in that game. It's really a standalone So I've talked about Queen Domino in a previous broadcast, so I won't talk about that today. But I'll talk about what um, I played with some of the guys in my gaming group last night. I had some guys over and we played uh, Star Wars, the living card game. We actually played the multiplayer version of it where uh, in this scenario, um, I think it was called uh, Jorgoron's Task. Okay, I really butchered that, <laughs> but it that's sort of the title, um, and it's the dark side versus the light uh, versus the light side are the multiplayers, and uh, me and my buddy were the light side, and we had another guy playing the dark side. His his task is to create the Death Star and basically capture our affiliation cards which he did this one is really not meant to be a two-on-one it's really meant to be a three-on-one we played it and were absolutely decimated i couldn't help but just feeling total disappointment as we were like two rounds into the game just thinking this uh, what can we even do there's there's no way to win this it's already weighted towards the dark side in a three three-on-one it's still weighted that way uh, but you can at least have a chance. But 
wow, we didn't stand a chance. So I let's say my first multiplayer playthrough of the Living Card Game was not successful. Did not enjoy myself. I always enjoy looking at the card artwork, though. I love the way the game looks. Um, I just wasn't pleased with the way that it played last night. Head to head, this game is still fantastic. And if we were to play that scenario three on one, it probably would have worked out a little bit better. Alas, we did not. So, uh, anyways, check it out. Just don't play it two on one if if you do. And then there is a uh, multiplayer dark side versus one player on the light side as well. We didn't try that one, but um, so there's two scenarios in that multiplayer uh, campaign. Anyways, that was Star Wars. We also played an older game. It's one of my favorite co-ops. My favorite co-op is Lord of the Rings Living Card Game. This is my second favorite, though. Defenders of the Realm by Eagle Griffin Games. A lot of people believe that this is just fantasy uh, pandemic, and it's similar. It is very similar. I give you that. I love this game way more than I love Pandemic. Leaps and bounds over. I have uh, the Dragon Expansion, which totally makes this game ridiculously hard, but it totally makes the game um, uh, diverse, and you can t change it all the time. You can make different scenarios, and I just feel like this game is fantastic. It plays so well. Uh, there's high intensity, great decision making, and I love Defenders of the Realm. It is, it is just awesome. You've got all these different locations around the board where four generals are trying to march on Monarch City. If any general gets in there, you lose. They're also going to be trying to uh, devastate the land with these dark crystals. If all 12 dark crystals are out, you lose. If any one minion color is depleted, you lose. There's only one way to win. Kill all four generals. Fantastic game. We got our butts kicked last night, but we loved it. <laughs> we loved it anyways. It was a great game. Then we ended our game night with a little Queen Domino, which I've talked about in the past. But anyways, check out Star Wars Living Card Game multiplayer version, and check out Defenders of the Realm. It's, it's my second favorite co-op of all time. Uh, that's all for now. Check you later. Hey everyone, Jeremiah Isley here, and I wanted to talk to you today about Star Wars Imperial Assault. So we just got through the weekend, and we actually ended up... Uh, here in Ohio, most schools had an extended weekend because there was a snow day yesterday. So what will you play Friday turned into like a three-day ordeal instead of just, uh, well, I guess four days with Monday in there. And <clears throat> I wanted to just let you know what we played over that time. And one of those games was Star Wars Imperial Assault. So we had played through, my boys and I had played through the tutorial mission which kind of got you used to some of the mechanics and how the app works and how you play your turns and uh, just kind of got your feet wet, got you used to doing some battle and some combat and moving around and searching and interacting with the environment. And then you kind of get thrown into a, a, a full-out mission right after that. So we had a great time with it. There's also these... Uh, they call them encounters in between the missions where you kind of make character choices and you decide how you're going to interact with your rebel commander and the captain that's on the ship that you're on and things like that. So, so far, so good. The app runs everything really well. 
the there's two things that I would say I, I hope improve as we move along. One is I really need to get a hold of some kind of custom insert or whatever for this game because it is a hot mess. I basically I just I trashed the uh, insert that Fantasy Flight gives you because it really doesn't help at all. But you just have this giant box with miniatures and cards and the modular board pieces everywhere. It's it literally is just a hot mess. Everything looks great, but it, there's no organization to it at all. There's not enough baggies. It's it's rough. So looking forward to hopefully getting an organizer for it soon. And then the other thing, which was a little interesting, and I'm not sure where to go to report this. I might write Fantasy Flight about this. Uh, we were in the middle of this mission, and very surprisingly to us, IG-88 showed up. You know, he crashed through the ceiling and he started blasting us, which was super interesting because we don't have the IG-88 villain pack. So you add your collection within the app and you tell it, I have this expansion or I have this villain, I have this ally, etc., etc. Well, I did get the Dengar villain pack for Christmas, which is awesome because I love Dengar. But I did not add IG-88 to my collection. It's not highlighted in there, but somehow he still showed up and I was supposed to somehow control him, you know, at the behest of the app. Uh, so we did our best and we basically, we just ran from him anyway. So it was, it wasn't a huge factor, but if we would have had to beat him and defeat him, that would have been uh, quite the feat. That would have been really difficult to pull off. Anyway, so there, there it is. That's, uh, that's kind of a first look at our first encounter as in the real mission with Star Wars Imperial Assault. It's a lot of fun, and I look forward to We're going to play it some more. The boys and I have had a really good time with it, and hopefully our, our setup and teardown and everything gets smoother as it goes. So tell us, what did you play over the weekend? What do you hope to play this week? We love hearing from you. Has anybody else had a little hiccup with that, with Imperial Assault? I'd love to hear any more information about that uh, that's out there, if, if anyone else has experienced likewise. And that's going to do it for this segment. We'll be back with more here on Board Games FM. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, Jeremiah. Uh, this is AJ. I am just kind of, I guess, calling in to uh, respond to you about uh, Imperial Assault. Glad to hear that you guys are enjoying that so much. It is an incredible game. And uh, that feature in between uh, missions where you get to... Um, you know, you get to meet with your commander and, and talk about what weapons you're going to add, what new abilities you're going to add. Basically, leveling up is so cool. And um, it's, it's very, very similar to um, <clears throat> Descent, like I've, t I've talked about before. I'm glad you guys are having a blast playing it because it's, it's such a good game. And it's, I mean, it's the Star Wars universe. You can't go wrong. But to kind of, um, you know respond to a couple of the things you were talking about in there with the app and IG-88 showing up. I had an experience with Fantasy Flight's Mansions of Madness 2 where uh, we just had, we were in the middle of a scenario and the problem was, was we were like an hour into this scenario and it just started glitching up. Like all sorts of weird things started happening. I can't even remember now because it was so long ago. It's probably about a year and a half to two years ago. And so it just stinks 
with app-based games that that can happen sometimes. Uh, apparently, there was a glitch in that mission that we were playing that Fantasy Flight did know about. They were doing a, a software update for. But, you know, it, it just stinks. The other thing that I was thinking about with your IG-88 showing up is, and you not having him, is I know in Descent they have Lieutenant Tokens. They're not actual miniatures, and they have a card that goes with them. I'm curious if Imperial Assault has a Lieutenant Token for uh, IG-88. It's just It would just be a little, little circular cardboard disc with his picture on it, and you'd move him from tile to tile and have a card that gives his abilities. Uh, because with in Descent, those lieutenants, you can actually buy their character pack, uh, and they're going to come with some minions too and things like that. But initially, they are in the game. They're just not a miniature themselves. They are they are a token. So maybe maybe look into that. Maybe check it out. Uh, then again, it could have just been an app glitch. In any case, hey, if that's the worst of your problems, I say you guys are having a good time and uh, don't worry about it and just keep playing on. Check you later.